Hello and welcome to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. My name is Ryan Johnson. I've got Dan Peisner with me today. Dan, how's it going? It's going well, Ryan. It's good to have you here today. Um, you know, with with October rolling in, we got Halloween. A lot of people celebrate Halloween. I love Halloween. I like the spookiness of it. My wife and I like to watch scary movies. Not too scary, just a little scary. But I thought it would be fun because I think the scariest thing in our profession is sales tax audits. And I thought, and since you deal with sales tax audits every day, I thought it would be fun to have you tell us kind of a horror story of a sales tax audit. Oh, just one? I've got so many. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be able to hear a few of them over the next few weeks. Well, let's see what I can do. So a horror story about an audit. Um, I think when it, when I think of audit horror stories, the 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 category of clients that get hit hit the biggest, I think, are contractors, uh, and particularly if we're dealing with Texas contractors or contractors that are doing work in Texas. Texas has uh, some very co very confusing contractor laws, uh, and it, it depends entirely on the the contract that you're doing. Uh, if you are doing uh, any kind of new construction be it residential or commercial, then the taxability depends entirely on the contract. If you are doing a, a lump sum contract, which is a, a contract whereby there's no separation for labor and materials in the contract, then, uh, you, then you, you do not charge tax to, your, to uh, your, your customer. And instead you pay, you either pay sales tax or, or accrue use tax on all the materials that you use in the job and your subcontractors will do the same. Uh, if you do separate labor and materials on your contract, then you would, then that's considered a, uh, a time and materials contract. And then for, uh, for residential uh, and for, uh, for, for, for any new construction job, then you would, uh, you would charge tax on the, to your customer on the materials only, but not the labor. Now, conversely, if you're dealing with repair or remodel, which is anything other than, than bare ground construction, essentially, then you have to charge, then you, if you're doing, if it's a commercial job, if it's not residential for repair remodel, then you charge tax on everything. You tax the entire bill, pretty much. Uh, for Now, for residential, you treat repair remodel the same as new construction. It depends on the contract. So that's confusing to begin with. Now, as we, uh, what the, the horror story that, that I wanted to tell is what happens when you have, when you're really doing lump sum. So you would not charge tax to your customer. And instead you have been, you've been charging tax to your customer and uh, have, and then have not paid tax on any of your materials. This, this ends up being a real horror story on audit because I'm, from your point of view, you've been paying tax. You can point to the line on the tax return where you pay it. You can point to the check that you write to the comptroller every month. But from the comptroller standpoint, you've, the law says that that's a non-taxable transaction. You've been charging tax on it, which means that the, technically the state could, could be on the hook for refunding every penny that you've collected. So they will, and, and instead they will go back and assess tax on all of your materials. Every last, every last brick of the, that material, uh, and, and, in, 
and in turn, they will give you no credit for all that tax that you've been paying in to the state for all those years. So you, you end up getting hit with a, a double whammy. You can, you've been collecting all this tax that you get no credit for, and you now have to pay, come out of pocket for the, this tax you didn't budget for. And if you turn around to your customers, they paid the, they paid you the contracted price already. They've, they've paid you the, they've, uh, they've already paid you the sales tax. And some of them, uh, most of them are not aware that, that there's a, a refund there. So, uh, I, I wish I could say that this has only happened to one client, but I've had it happen to, to several now just by the, the complicated nature of sales tax. A lot of people get this one wrong. So it didn't, Jeez, you know, when you started explaining the different laws, it sounded like a nightmare. <laughs> and oh. I, and you say this happens to a, a lot of people? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard of, I've, I can probably count on one hand the number of contractors I've talked to uh, within the, the small and medium-sized sphere that are doing that absolutely right. Most of them, I, I start talking to them and I'll find something that's going wrong. Uh, it's, and, it, and it's no, no fault of theirs. Uh, you got to understand a lot of small and medium sized contractors. Uh, they don't, they've got some, maybe the controllers doing the sales tax. Maybe they picked it up. They may not have gotten a gr full training in it. They may have just picked up uh, what the last person was doing who picked it up from the person before them. And nobody stopped to understand the basics. They just, they just get a, a rote, uh, rote understanding. And that ends, so that can end up with a, a massive, massive tax bill. And again, with very little recourse to, to go back to your customers to, to pay it. Right. The, and the only thing that can, that makes this situation worse. And, and I've seen this situation before is when you, you have that lump sum contract with your customer. So you, you charge them, you have, say you have a $50,000 contract with your customer you charge them $50,000 and you need to pay, you, you know, okay, I need to pay some sales tax on this. Now I know I, I don't know how to make QuickBooks because it's, and it's always QuickBooks. I don't know how to make QuickBooks turn this money in. So I'm going to back, take that 50,000 and back into it so that I show a lesser amount and tax. And so I've got sales tax on my invoice. Now QuickBooks remits the tax. I'm doing, I'm remitting tax on the materials. I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Problem is there again, the state now sees tax on an invoice. You've represented it as tax. So that's a refund that's technically due to the customer. You've charged them the full contract amount. So you can't go back. And so now you're, you're getting hit double for the money. Cause you're going to get hit on the use. You're going to get hit on all those materials. You didn't pay sales tax on and you've, You've now taken money out that would, would have gone from your margin. You've already paid that into the state, but because you showed it as a sales tax on an invoice, you really get hit, hit doubly. So Dan, what can you do to help remedy the situation? The best thing, well, the best, absolutely best thing that you can do is catch it before an auditor ever shows up, go back in, and for for every one of your every one of your customers, go go back and uh, re, rework. Uh, you go back in, rework everything, and try to uh, reach out to them, make get get them to understand, and reissue them invoices that that, won't, that don't show it as tax. And then 
make work on the, the difference to make sure that it's a, a use tax uh, that that's being paid in. If you are, if you actually are in audit, then we have a couple of tricks that we've used before on audits and that uh, they're, they're not guaranteed, but we have been successful with them in order to get the state comptroller to recognize some of that tax. Uh, it does require, uh, it's, it's requires a couple of very technical interpretations and it does unfortunately require uh, a lot of really goodwill with your, your customers to, to pull it off and having to really explain to them what you're doing. But it, it is something that we have employed that saved our clients uh, certainly a lot of money in the past. And uh, we're, uh, we're happy to, to sit down and, and discuss it with, with uh, anybody that finds themselves facing an audit situation like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, is it, is it, is this something that someone who doesn't have a whole lot of experience with, with contracting and their sales tax issues, could they go into their own records and how easy is it for them to find any mistakes? If you don't know the law, it's very difficult. Now, if you know the law, the, the mis you can find the mistakes. The trick is fixing them. And like I said, on, on, if, if the auditor has not come in yet, that's, that's the best time to keep it from turning into a true Halloween story. That's the time to try to get things fixed, go back to your vendors uh, or go back to your customers, uh, get things restated. And you know, you're not, you're not doing any funny business. You're, you're taking the contract, you're taking what was stated on the contract and you're changing the invoice to reflect the actual terms of the contract. Uh, in, in the, those instances I mentioned, that was purely somebody did the wrong invoicing to make QuickBooks work. And like I said, I've run into that more than once, but uh, it, so if, if that's what you're doing, then in just simply cleaning up, correcting the invoices to reflect the actual transaction is all that it is probably the best fix. And then with, uh, whereas if, if an auditor's come in, then you're, you've got to go quite a bit more technical and, and pull a few, uh, a few procedural tricks out of your hat in order to make that work. And that, it, that's very much something you need, you, you need somebody with some expertise to do. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dan. Um, you know, there's a lot of companies that, you know, go in and out of audit all the time, not just in Texas, but every state. And, you know, you've got a lot of experience uh, with all sorts of audits all over the country. And, you know, if, if you are under audit, and you think you need some help, maybe your audit hasn't even begun, maybe it's started, maybe it's at the end. I know that there's something that Dan can do for you. Um, maybe turn the Halloween horror story into some kind of Christmas miracle of some kind. That's always the hope. Yes. Um, so if you are under audit and you're, you're under pressure and, and you don't know what to do, please go ahead and, and uh, schedule your free strategy call with us. And, you know, you'll be able to get to work with Dan. All right, Dan, thank you so much uh, for being on with me today. And we'll see you next week. My pleasure, Ryan.